This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Hi there, and welcome to the Full 90 Soccer Time podcast now with an updated Facebook page. All 26 of you are weekly, <laughs> weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC, nerdy soccer culture fan outrage, and the MLS is back tournament. Woo! Oh. We are your... We are your hosts from, I'm like the loudest person there. We are your hosts from Mornings on 107.7 The End. I'm Gregor, and he has done everything Sounders related, it feels like, except for play actual soccer. He's Brandon from the internet. Hey, that is not true. When I worked there, I was on the uh, the staff soccer team, and it was a, we were called S8, the Ocho. Didn't you break your hand doing that? Uh, yeah, actually I did. I broke my, uh, my like, right, was it my right feet? Yeah, my, like, my right Medito- I don't know. It's I got like the coolest X-ray. It's of me doing that thing, um, not the white power symbol, but that thing where. But when the you, white power thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah when you put it like yeah. the OK sign, because when you put it below your uh, your thigh, you get to punch people. Yeah, yeah, that whole yeah. dumb thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Well, hi. Anyway, I broke my bones for the Sounders. <laughs> <laughs> Do us a quick solid and click on through to Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. Definitely five stars. But primarily, leave us a comment. Tell us who your favorite. But primarily, leave us a comment. Tell us your favorite patch of grass where a top-level professional soccer match totally shouldn't happen. But MLS would be happy to bring the lights <laughs> and digital sponsor boards. Yeah, from any f- high school field ever to mm. Florida during a global pandemic. That's a hoax. It's a hoax, dude. Get back out there. Got to go to a restaurant. Hey, shout outs to not Neil Armstrong, who uh, is up to say, well, I don't have iTunes and I can't get into my Twitter account, but you guys get a six star review from me. You communist. You can't do that. The full 90 extra time podcast is like our dumb podcast, which was a crucial part of my commute. Thanks for the laughs, boys. And the occasional the occasion of blip of soccer. Okay. First of all, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, fair. <laughs> and my favorite Sounders player is Roger Levesque for letting me steal a hug from him while I was quite drunk at the Sounders match. He had no choice. I just grabbed him and hugged him. I'm not a small man. He's not. On a side note, at least the MLS is, isn't is filing Chapter 11 like my favorite USA rugby. Thanks for the podcast and fuck Portland. <laughs> Attaboy. Man, I love all this. Yeah. Not Neil Armstrong. You are the best, buddy. We miss you. Even if you are a communist. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, well, MLS is back. 
Brandon. Yeah, sure. It sure is. It's back in in every sense of the of the word back. Like uh, it's the it's the retournament. <laughs> saying that we're gonna start at uh, seven thirty, but not starting until like <laughs> it's like ten o'clock p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like bummed out because um, my kid went outside to ride the bike and I was like, well, I got to go back inside. And like I was late and I was like, oh, I'm going to miss some of this awesome tournament. And then uh, then he fell and uh, cut his lip and then was screaming and there was oh, the whole thing. Gosh. And so I, I had to like return. OK, great. So help out. I get inside. I'm like, well, here we go. And it was like six minutes into the match. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm like 45 minutes late for this thing. <laughs> and I missed almost none of it. Yeah. Now. To be fair, part of the reason was that they did that 8.46 of yeah, taking a knee totally. um, in the name of Black Lives Matter, so right off. But still, MLS is back, the retournament. More like USL is back, the retournament. <laughs> anyway, uh, Brandon, I just have to start. I, I hit you up for this emergency podcast because I just, watching it, I, I like. I just had this awful feeling wash all over me that I can't believe how dumb I feel because I... I didn't think through how bad this tournament would actually <laughs> potentially get. Like, I thought, Professional Sporting League has a tournament. We're going to see some fun. Like, I, we said it before in previous podcasts. Yeah. Like, oh, like a summer tournament. Like, Euros or World Cup. It's, like, fun. It's a big deal. They make a, a huge event out of it. These facilities are beautiful. Everything's got a fresh coat of paint to hide the human atrocities that go into making it happen. And, boy, none of that. I, it was MLS at its finest. <laughs> I don't know how we could have uh, possibly prepared for um, yeah. how bad it is. Yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's boy. <laughs> I, it's it, it. There's no atmosphere, which we knew would happen because there's no fans. Um, there's oh, but I was if only there was a solution. There's <laughs> there's digital signage everywhere, um, and it's it's like. Uh, it's so funny because you watch like the um, so the first match was Inter Miami versus Orlando City, and you'd watch these Miami players who were wearing uh, white kits run across. They they have this big superimposed Adidas logo across the center of the pitch, which they have to they have to get rid of that, right? Like that had to be like the first match thing. Show off our shiny toy. <laughs> Everybody hates it. Okay, let's get rid of it. You have these like uh, players in their white kits running past, and like the Adidas logo just is on top of them. So they're running through it. It's like glow puck from NHL back in the day, <laughs> except suckier. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's step through this. I made a list of things that I was like pretty, I'm not going to say outraged or mad or whatever, just like flabbergasted at the quality that we're talking about here. Um, one, you turn this thing on and we're talking about, we mentioned it, but like, we're talking about a soccer tournament played in Florida in July. These people were sweating like Chad Barrett after drinking a gallon of pickle juice. <laughs> Former Sounders player who sweats more than anyone that they had ever seen at the Nike training facility. Yeah. They recommended drinking pickle juice so he wouldn't cramp up. I mean, everyone was sweatier than that guy. And like enough to fill empty and then refill the Duwamish. <laughs> Like salty man water. <laughs> Which is also what they called Chad Barrett when he played for the Sounders. <laughs> Old salty man water. Puts another goal by. All right. Uh, it was it was the most nipply that I've ever seen any soccer team. So first of all, 
the inner Miami team, I've already mentioned, wears white kits. It might as well. No sponsor. No sponsor. It might as well have been a wet t shirt contest because I don't know who thought <laughs> through putting the spring break, spring break. David Beckham's <laughs> out there screaming spring break with a hose showering it on all of his players. <laughs> like, all of these guys were um, like, hey, you know, I'm not complaining, free the nip, all that. But. Yeah. But these guys are out there. I mean, I've never seen a nipple ear. Like, there's white kits, and then there are, like, these translucent, might as well be t-shirts. I gotta say, the kits look fly when they're not drenched in man water. Yeah, they are. Um, <laughs> they're, they're white with the pink trim on it. It looks real good. Yeah, I really like real it. Real good. And there's also... <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> there's also... <laughs> There's also this. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if this is just because they were so sweaty, or if it was because um, because it's actually a cool feature of the kit. But there's almost this like uh, I don't, like pearlescent type thing going yeah. on with it, yeah, where yeah. it's like somewhat like, reflective. Like opal. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that, that. That's rad. That's like a technology kit that I like in a kit that I've never seen before. Yeah, it's um. It's sweaty out there. But also, it's, it's just uh, really hard to focus on all the cool things about their kit when I just can't stop staring at their their tiny little nipples. <laughs> okay, next. Next on my list of complaints, besides the fact that we're having a summer tournament in Florida. like oh, Florida's so nice in January. <laughs> like, there you go. Anyway, next. I guess I had misplaced expectations for the facilities when you say the ESPN soccer complex. It sounds like it's like something, wow, this is a place where you go with the high, the Nike soccer complex. Like, wow, this is going to be like the highest quality and the facilities are going to be great. Now, it looked like they were playing at Starfire. You know, there's the stadium. Like, I we called a few USL games there. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it. It felt like it was at Starfire Stadium, but not there. It's if you go to the top of the stands and look down on the field. On the backside, it. yeah. So it was like Starfire Stadium adjacent is the top quality that uh, that MLS can offer. The- like it's there is it like uh, imagine if there was a soccer specific stadium in Orlando for a team that plays in Orlando. Oh. There is. Why are they not just like putting some of the games there? I don't understand. A bit maybe because of the quarantine. I don't know. But like you can travel in a bus with the same. I don't. I don't know how far Listen, away these things are from each other. Like that's not. I haven't nor, looked it up. But nor do I care. Like the point isn't like. We're, I don't know what the reasoning is either. But having just watched the Arsenal match from earlier in the day, yeah, and seeing that happening on TV, top quality soccer, like some of the best in the world, not from Arsenal this season, I get it, but some of the best quality players in the world yeah. running around in an empty stadium that is top notch, it like at least feels like the game that's supposed to be played. This looked like Nani coming from Manchester United to play a scrimmage against some dudes who got together at a field just because he needed some fun. It's like, like it's like one of those uh, those YouTube videos where they they have like they they film a bunch of people just all playing and then they have like the celebrity show up to play with them and everybody's like, oh my yeah. god, I get to play with this guy. That's what it was. It looked like pickup soccer where Nani showed up. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a pro am. You know, the worst, <laughs> like, the worst part is, is that like you called it the ESPN soccer complex. It's actually called like the ESPN wide world of sports, which makes it sound like it's going to be this like fantastic stadium experience that was probably built by slave labor. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like every World Cup stadium ever. Sure, but 
but Qatar 2022. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be the, you know in like a hundred years we're gonna have like the catacombs of France, except it's gonna be all these World Cup stadiums. <laughs> <laughs> Except, it's, it, yeah, it, it's the wide world of sports, and it's being played on, like, Field 9 of Starfire, you know? Yeah. And, 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 it's not, it doesn't even feel like it's Sounders practice quality right. uh, fields. I, they might be, but on television, it certainly does not appear to be so. It's like that field in, like, Tegucigalpa, like, where Jordan Morris tore his ACL because he just landed on it wrong. It's like the field in Auburn when I was playing like junior football when I was 12 where I like I tackled a guy and got rug burn, you know? Like RIP everybody's ACL. I remember watching a matchup between it was like Arsenal versus Stevenage or something mm-hmm. like that, which is a like where Tottenham and Arsenal kind of are. They were playing some lower league team like an FA Cup type draw or something like that and you see the ball rolling and it takes little hops and skips and stuff because there's like divots and it's it's like growing up playing soccer in albuquerque like i did where there's not supposed to be grass but we somehow try to still make it happen and it's just a it's like putting grass on the moon and being like (laughs) good luck everybody okay first of all last week we talked about under or not last week a few days ago we talked about underwater soccer space soccer though I'm. It'd be so tough though, because like one kick from Stefan Fry, and it's like traveling <laughs> through space indefinitely. It'd have to be like space tether soccer. Yeah, it'd be like yeah. uh, it'd be it'd be like Rocket League. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Put like a dome. So, yeah. yeah, great. great. <laughs> um, yeah. So rip every R.I.P. Everyone's ACLs. It's real sad. Um, yeah. The quality is just. It's so bad. As, as you say here, who needs USL when you can get subpar soccer and empty stadiums right here? I mean, and then to hear the work from home commentators, uh, John Champion is a world-class commentator. Yeah. Work from Connecticut commentators. Come on. <laughs> but, but you know, like, to, the fact that they mentioned that, to, that to say socially distanced, they're not even there. You don't even have the people calling the matches there? I know. Now, that's not uncommon. I get it. But this is your only set of fixtures that you actually have planned and they're not quarantining too so it's fine to put the players at risk but not taylor twelman and and hey if i was taylor twelman i would have a problem with it and i'm not saying whatever read into whatever you want but it's like it's so crazy but at least we got a bit of comedy out of it because in true taylor twelman form he dropped this nugget (laughs) either i've got to come inside you or dot 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 and i was like I stopped it and I looked at my wife and she's like, yeah, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, 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 okay. Well, that's definitely how you get COVID-19 there. <laughs> I just <laughs> like, I just wonder if um, if every night, like like you, you just said, like John Champion is a world-class commentator. He commentated on the Premier League. Um, I'm yeah. sure he's done World Cups. Like the guy is, he's great. I mean, he, he's, an, he's an excellent, excellent uh, uh, play-by-play. And um, I'm just curious, like he, I think it was kind of a coup for MLS to be able to get this guy or ESPN to be able to get this guy to, I mean, probably lots of money, uh, but yeah. to be able to get this guy to, to come to the U.S. And, and and call MLS of all things. It's like uh, the nani of commentators. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're trying to legitimize sure. a a real and, and like MLS is a hot commodity. It sure. is growing, it is. and people are making transitions to bigger leagues or coming here. They are acknowledging, starting to acknowledge the fact that you can like grow some. You can de- make it a development league yeah. in sorts, not just a retirement league. And then you got a bunch of U.S. soccer players playing in Europe, and so you bring a John Champion here yeah. to help legitimize it, and he embraces it. Sure, much like Arlo White calling a um, 
English Premier League match and then making references to American football, stop. It's like it's yeah. a way to try and make American fans connect with it, and I totally understand that. But, boy, do I feel bad for him having to be like, yeah, it's not it's not bad here. I just, you know what? It's great. I wonder if he's watching, um, like, during the day he gets up. Well, not now because he's got to get up at 6 a.m. to call these dumb matches. But... Um, <laughs> I, or I guess 9 a.m. or whatever time he is in Connecticut. I don't know what yeah, time. Yeah, sure. yeah. But yeah, I, I, Eastern time, yeah. Yeah, I'm curious if uh, he gets up and watches these Premier League matches, which are legitimate and happening. They're, they're just having their season, but safely because the U.K. took care of everything is and is mostly on top of the ball. Well, we'll see about that. But yeah, they're at least sure. figuring out how to restart their sports in professional but, ways. Like, <laughs> does he does he finish the last game of this MLS back is tournament? MLS, what you know what I'm talking about. Does he finish the last game of every day here and then just go back to his hotel room or his bed and just drink himself to sleep because like it's 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 so i mean it'd be one thing just to be calling mls and you know he he might feel a little bit of uh uh, not shame, but you know, like miss the, uh, calling the Premier League this top soccer league in the world, yeah. and and but now he's calling MLS is back tournament, and just to hear him say it, I feel like there's this twinge of pain in his voice every time he's like, and the uh, MLS is back cup tournament. <laughs> well, and it's crazy to hear them make the like the to hear them make the the justifications for it like the most common thing i've heard recently is bootlicking yeah it's kind of like a, it's not like that because it's not about police and injustice and stuff like that right this is obviously a weak comparison but the idea that they're like no the facilities they had to bring in lights <laughs> so that way the espn cameras could work i'm like there's not a facility that has broadcast quality lighting yeah you have to like like how did i not see this coming i didn't do any any of you know, enough research, I guess, into what because the we're this was podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, read the reviews. We're here for Sumo, which starts again on Sunday. It hasn't been canceled yet, and I am pumped because this is the first time Asanoyama is going to be Ozeki, and we'll oh. see if he can if he can battle the toughest opponents who have all had time to heal after taking two months off from COVID nineteen. So, wow. it's yeah. I, I'm like. I had to like eat dinner, and I wasn't sad to like walk away from the match yeah. yesterday. I was just like, well, okay, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll come back and see what happens. And we came back, and it was like my kid was like, dance party, dance party, play the snake song. I'm not gonna play the snake song, but if because it'll ruin everyone's life. Yeah. But if you want to look it up and listen to it, my God! And I was like, well, it's a push. I walked, <laughs> I walked the dogs and came back and missed uh, the first two goals that were scored, and I was like, bummer. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll watch the. 41 seconds of highlights. It all it all feels so uh inconsequential, right? Like they keep yeah. I mean we talked about um uh so so they keep saying John Champion keeps uh, reiterating and the winner of this tournament will uh win a spot. First of all, this is wild because as we're like dunking on this competition over and over, um the winner of this tournament gets a spot in the CONCACAF Champions League, <laughs> which is crazy, first of all, because this tournament yeah. is Terrible. Uh, but also, they also say, uh, and in excess of a million dollars. Like, this team will win in excess of nine new who's. <laughs> but maybe, but maybe only one new who. We, yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't say with a minimum. It's just... Here's your here's your twenty spot, bro. Yeah, yeah. The winner of this tournament will get five hundred thousand dollars, and everybody else will get a participation prize of like twenty thousand dollars. And everybody's like, it cost yeah. us ninety. Like, it, it probably cost us a million dollars each to come down here to play in this damn thing. 
<laughs> yeah, like is San Jose even gonna come out on like what's the net on this yeah. after we play a match after the TV ratings and everything? Yeah. So uh, I think one of the biggest misses of the tournament so far, and maybe it'll change, and maybe they addressed it. And I just don't care to do it, but I'm just reacting to what I saw. That's what this is—a reaction pod. There's no crowd noise, and some people don't like the pumped-in crowd noise, and I can understand that if you want to actually get a chance to see the match and under uh, hear coaches yelling and people getting mad and stuff. But ESPN is so worried that someone's going to drop an F-bomb that any time a guy starts yelling, they cut away from him. Like they, like They're like on that soundboard making sure that nothing gets through. I assume that's why they're doing it. It sure seems like it. Yeah. But except for it's the goalkeeper being like, hey, go right, go right. They keep showing that goalkeeper, and they're like, oh, this is this guy. We'll get him. Okay, great. Um, it, there's no benefit. You're not hearing much from it, and there is. it is so hot and sticky and gross there. The game is moving so slowly, and then there's no extra ump from a crowdless stadium. you got to have crowd noise. I think you and I, uh, with the Premier League, we – we differ on on this. Like you like the crowd noise um, uh, on all of those matches. I, at least in the Premier League, as I watch it, I actually really like to hear what's going on because yeah. it's the Premier League. These are like the top of the top soccer players. You don't get to hear this in MLS, and specifically in this tournament. Uh, the crowd noise might seem weird because there's literally not even seats to pretend like there's people in the stadium uh, because there is no stadium. It's just literally a field with a bunch of like scaffolding around it so it can host the ESPN cameras. But like crowd noise might cover up how like amateur this whole thing seems. You know what I mean? It's just... Yeah, amateur is a great word for it because it doesn't feel like a professional outfit. You're not looking at, a, at an empty stadium where you see some of the biggest names. But like, I could understand watching the NFL without crowd noise because you're going to hear these guys like yelling for coverages and stuff yeah. like that, and like, and getting upset with each other and understand how the plays are called and, and whatnot. And you're looking at it in this beautiful, brilliant setting. This is, um, you know, in NFL how they do mic'd up where they like they record. Yeah. So, so basically, what we have with this MLS is back retournament is mic'd up but remove all of the good parts of it and only have the goalkeeper yelling go here mark this guy cover this you know what i mean or guys being like Ugh! yeah yeah it's 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 mic'd up with just guys being like hey what's up it kind of sounds like yeah there's like um you know i don't want i'm i'm gonna refrain from saying the porn reference i was gonna make and just leave it at that okay <laughs> My wife is a personal trainer, and she trains people, and, like, some people are real chatty, and other people aren't, and so, like, she'll be training, like, uh, I'll be, like, walking by, boop, 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 and I'll hear a guy going, and I'm like, what is going on downstairs in our house via remote training? (laughs) And she's like, good, three more, and I'm like, that's the, there's some semblance of that. The other thing I worry about is that the casual fan who's watching the first male sports league to return to television, as they kept saying. Outside of NASCAR uh, and the PGA. (laughs) That, that, those two aside, it's the first third um, (laughs) sports league to return to television, is that, uh, I don't take any offense to this, but I can just see some um, someone turning this on and hearing only Spanish-speaking soccer players and be like, "Who are these illegals?" Like that it it, it in a time that is so prickly that having a little crowd noise to um, let people get excited about things happening and make it look like it's a little bit more exciting and that you don't understand the honest presentation of it could be helpful. Just, well, I, just I'll leave it at that. Yeah, and I think. Uh... 
I mean, you're going to get a lot of that anyway because you just see the response on online to just them doing the Black Lives Matter stuff. Good uh, God. Yeah, it's 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 terrible. I I think I mean you made a good point here. Um you may, uh so so first of all, John Champion keeps talking about like I think it's really interesting that you get to hear all of these players and blah blah blah. And then he made the point he's like after 40 games, I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about that. He said that on the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think that him and Taylor Twelman are talking up about how cool it is, air quotes, to uh, to hear, be able to hear everything on the field. When I think what they're doing is they're covering for ESPN being too cheap to spring for the technology that's required to make crowd noise happen during these games. Yeah, I mean, I would settle for FIFA, like just like literally, record, like get a FIFA sponsorship, get whoever makes that. What's it called? EA, EA Sports yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, just put their stupid logo up in the center of the field so that way you can use the crowd noise and have a guy at FIFA being like, boo, hiss, yay! Like just pushing the the, the buttons on the PlayStation 5 remote. Yeah. Debut that. It'd be a great a great place to debut what PlayStation 5 is going to look like. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, PlayStation 5 looks more professional than anything happening on these fields right now. <laughs> Well, if you're going to green screen, or in this case, blue screen in the um, all the sponsors and everything, why don't we just green screen in a, a, an audience and yeah. like an entire crowd instead of the instead of the two box thing that they're doing at the top where it shows two sets of fans on Zoom and like they just switch between the different fans that they're showing and like people just like you know acting like jackasses on that like trying to smooch their girlfriends yeah. and stuff like that while they're watching. It is like. It misses the mark so badly. Maybe maybe they could do that for... Uh, they could start greens or superimposing in an audience for Columbus Crew games, too. <laughs> yeah. Or really any of the Texas teams. Yeah. Uh, speaking of these, like, uh, this digital signage, so we talked about the Adidas uh, the Adidas logo in the middle of the pitch. I, I, mm-hmm. They also have... Um, I didn't at first realize it was digital signage because they actually did a pretty good job. It looks pretty real on the opposite side of the field. You can see all of these, yep. like, digital green screen sign or whatever. Just not the one on field. No, yeah, just not the one on field. So the the ones off on the opposite side of the field that are supposed to look like um, they're supposed to look like LCD screens or, or LED screens on the side, whatever. Um, it was fine because it's advertising, you know, all these different brands and whatever. But in the middle, they keep having this like uh, social media feed, which you can't read from the from the broadcast so i don't know why they put it but then every once in a while it would superimpose like one of the uh tweets that's happening about the mls's back tournament and at one point in the middle of this game there was just 15 seconds of a dude playing with his dog who probably tagged hashtag mls's back on twitter did you say dog or dong <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> Can't, we can't say that. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, but but I was like, this is this is the whole thing. I mean, I can't stop thinking of the word amateur. Like, it, it feels like such a. It seems like a look at this thing that we're doing. Please, you know, it's like it feels. It feels like something that if you let us coordinate it and we'd be like yeah i think we got it all set and then what happened and you'd be like what is this disaster like well of course you let two morons do it which is sad because it's taken probably so much coordination and work and effort Mm -hmm. to get all of this done you know 
Now, we know a few people who work for MLS, and it sucks because, like, I like those people, and I don't mean to be such a butthole, but it's just hard to watch that first match and think much else other than, like, you missed the point. Like, so far, their best idea has been the Don Garber kissing booth. Like, <laughs> I feel like that went off and was a huge success. Did you say he made... Did you say Don Garber kissing booth? <laughs> <laughs> the Don Garber kissing booth. <laughs> Now, uh, one, one last point about the advertising um, that, that's there. There's that whole wall of all the sponsors and everything. I saw, wait one second, I saw Sean Wheeler, a uh, great Twitter follow, at Zag08, and he was talking about, don't watch these matches. Don't put them on. Money talks, bad TV ratings are the surest way to get the MLS's back tournament canceled and our players sent home safely. Love your sentiment. Do not watch the matches. Do not watch the digital media content from the league and networks. I gotta say, Sean, I just take one point of contention with this tweet. It's it's a solid one, and I appreciate where you're coming from. I would just contest, though, that MLS does not care about ratings. Otherwise, we wouldn't have MLS. Yeah. No one's getting ratings. Yeah. The club, at any the, of these matches. The the uh, uh, Chicago Fire would not exist if ratings mattered at all. I have a friend who works in the television field, and I remember him being like. Uh, yo, your sounders don't get any ratings. Like either people go to them or nothing. It's not like this sport is one that people are watching it, and they're starting to grow it. And I get it. And this, these are the challenges you're trying to make this awesome tournament happen, so you can grow it. And so you could say, look at this. We're the league that stepped up when it was tough, and we made this awesome thing. Well, <laughs> listen to the last 25 minutes of what we've been talking about. We right? made a thing. My, my, my. My contention for this, though, is that MLS doesn't care about the ratings. They just need to fill contractual obligations for minimum times that logos were shown. And so you put that Adidas one on the center, boom, you're going to get a ton of footage of that. Then you put up all the advertising on the backboards that are constantly being shown, except for when they show a replay, and then you just see a blue board with like a weird, faintly like a dog peed on a carpet looking MLS's back tournament logo kind of displayed on there. Um, but you're just trying to get be able to check a box that says in your contract, I'm, I have no proof of this, but I feel like it's a workaround to being like, well, you have to pay us because we showed your logos this many times. And they don't care how many eyeballs actually hit it because they weren't anticipating a lot of eyeballs throughout the season. Obviously, it can't be that simple because the number of people watching is going to be diminished. And so I don't disagree with Sean that the ratings are the are going to affect it. I think the best way you can affect how this tournament is going is like they do with a lot of other things is to let the, to use the hashtag and let people know how you're feeling as you're watching it without being a butthole. I think there's a reason, two things. One, there's a reason they call it the hashtag MLS is back tournament because anytime you talk about it, you are literally reiterating, hey, MLS, this thing, it's back. Like this, this MLS is back. Please care. You know? Yeah. Um, But second of all, I've heard uh, in, in, response to like ratings and and the broadcast and all of that i've heard that it's no secret within the bubble that's happening down in orlando is that um that all, all of this is meant to show i guess there's a broadcast uh rights deal coming up with with mls that they're probably you know espn has to rebid or fox soccer has to rebid or whatever and a lot of this tournament is showing off what they can do uh as <laughs> like a um as a as a you know, proof of proof of concept essentially in order to yeah. get those broadcast rights picked up. Basically, like look at the digital signage, look at these different camera am- angles, look at the uh, the glow puck or whatever you want to call it in the <laughs> middle of the field. Uh, for those of you don't, that don't know, there was a thing that NHL used to do. Um, 
the National Hockey League, obviously, uh, where they would highlight the the puck digitally as it went around. It looked like a video game, and it it was I think yeah. roundly. The puck is hard to see. Yeah. On standard definition broadcast, you make it glow so you can see it when they hit it. It yeah, leaves a trail, yeah, yeah. except for like it would like the trail would be off, and so it looked like it was in the crowd, yeah, or like yeah. it was, or the puck would run out of batteries after like seven minutes of use, and they'd have to replace it out. Yeah. And so if it happened, like if that happened while you were uh, mid flow, it would just be a disaster. Um, a final point about the advertising. I think I already said that once. A final, final point about the advertising. I'm waiting for all of these opportunities to put all of the logos on everything. I'm waiting for the hydration breaks to be sponsored by like a big, uh, like a big cola sponsor, something yeah. like that, and they replace the water with like Pepsi. No, <laughs> like, uh, no, here. this is already happening. So like the league's official um, like hydration sponsor is Body Armor, which is uh, like a energy drink or or something like Powerade or something like that. Uh, because they, at one of the hydration breaks during the uh, the first game, I wanted to say New York Red Bulls because of Luis Robles, because that's who I'm picturing, yeah. but it wasn't. It's, he plays for Inter Miami now. Um, what he they cut up to him on the on the hydration break, and he's drinking one of these like body armor drinks. So they're not even drinking now, water at this point. But to be fair, like in the Formula One world, like the Red Bull drivers have a Red Bull water bottle full of that's water. branded like that, yeah. and it's full of like a nutrient mix sure. of water, so they don't get dehydrated and their muscles don't freeze up. I'm just waiting for it to literally be like a clear bottle of like Diet Coke, and they're like, <laughs> they're, like they're like contractually required to pose drinking it yeah, like yeah, midway yeah. through, and then and then point at the camera and wink. Yeah, you know, like I'm waiting for it to be that. Yeah. We can't get out of here without talking about huge news that is actually important for the Sounders in this tournament and not just us have, dunking on it, as you say. Does it have anything to it's do uh, with the uh, the kissing booth or, or no? <laughs> no, the kissing booth is, uh, to the best of my knowledge, the best idea they've had. <laughs> but uh, big news, though, as we had uh, Dallas, FC Dallas, FC Frisco has already dropped out of the tournament earlier uh, this week or last week or whatever. But now we have a second team to add to that list. Yeah, so uh, we talked about it a little bit on the last podcast. But Nashville SC, uh, new team in the league, had uh, five confirmed cases and four potential cases. Well, it turns out all of those four potential cases ended up being positive. So nine positive cases, which was only one less than FC Dallas had. Anyway, overnight, uh, MLS announced that Nashville is officially out of the tournament, um, which leaves Group A, which is they were a part of, that was that six-team group, um, mm-hmm. down to four teams. and um, Well, sorry, down to five teams. Uh, and they've moved Chicago from that group over to group B. So now we have six groups of four. The Sounders now have Chicago in that group. They will play Chicago uh, July 14th at 6 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, That will be their second game of of the group stages, the first being against Vancouver this Friday. Well, I went to click on the push notification I just got about it, and it uh, crashed on my phone. Oh, so great. I was going to ask, do we know why Chicago? Was there a reason for that, or did they just... Yes. Beep, 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 so... Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Hamstring. Hamstring. <laughs> Um, uh, no, so the, the the reason that Chicago goes is so uh, Chicago was originally the first team slated to play against Nashville. That was the first game that was delayed. Since that time, both of the uh, the other four teams in Group A have already played each other. So Chicago is the only team that hasn't played yet uh, in that group. Wait, 
There's been more than one match? Yeah, there was a match this morning at 6 in the morning. I was going to say, um, uh, speaking of all of these uh, things to dunk on, it's that some of these matches are happening at 6 a.m. Pacific time, even 9 a.m. <laughs> early, which is only worth it if you're waking up to see a Premier League game between like even the worst Premier League teams, right? Uh, not if it's to see Alejandro Bedoya in the Philadelphia Union. <laughs> or if you do a morning show and just want to have that on in the background, which I will be doing for the rest of the tournament. Yeah, The sure. tournament, excuse me. Yeah, so... Yeah, so Nashville's out. Chicago moves to Group B. That affects the Sounders because it means Seattle plays Chicago, uh, not FC Dallas, at 6 a.m. on the 15th. So we'll have our first 6 a.m. match where we watch that and send each other (laughs) G-chats starting uh, next week. Yeah, you send me G-chats. I'll wake up at halftime and respond to all of them. (laughs) Okay, great. You lie, you're already up. Okay, cool. Well, um, there's a lot to cover. If you have anything that you want to add on to it, you can like us all over social media. We're at Full90Podcast on Twitter and Facebook and at Full90SoccerTime on Instagram because the other one was taken. Uh, follow us there and contribute anything you want to jump in here with. It's a lot of fun. You can always leave us a comment and everything else. When you go to uh, Apple Podcasts, you can do it there. Or just whatever. Just reach out. We love hearing from you. Twitter is the space that we're in the most, but we're trying to grow all of it. and We appreciate you downloading and, and tweeting and having fun with it. MLS is back, baby! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.